that Sunday. It's your birthday. <laughs> and then I'm working noon to seven, and then we have a family meeting at seven. Ah, uh, yes. So. <laughs> so Sunday, maybe not. Not really an not option. A thing. <laughs> but That's sad. It will still be your birthday. That's exciting. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the big two nine. Oh! Wow. <laughs> there was this lady at work came up, and she got a crepe and a beer. And she ordered, like, pretty confidently. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know... I should probably check her ID. And then I was like, no. And then every time I would think like, no way. I was like, but maybe. Like, I just couldn't really tell. Yeah. And then I. They don't look like they're over like what, 40? Yeah. You're supposed to. Right. (laughs) Like that's kind of the. That's kind of the rule. And so I said that to her and she laughed and she's like, I just turned 40. And I was like, (laughs) no, you didn't. She's like. No way. Yeah, it did. I'm like. Now I kind of want to see your idea. <laughs> I don't believe you. And then she was like, yeah. I'm like, I'm getting tattooed. I'm starting a meeting. I'm like, oh, like, well, you know, where are you getting tattooed? She's like, by uh, Mullet Missy. And I'm like, she does mine. And she's like, I know. I kind of have a tattoo crush on you. He's <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh, no way. <laughs> oh, that's so fun. And then she was back in this morning and I was like, I wore shirts just for you. Because like, <laughs> my legs were covered yesterday. Yeah. So. <laughs> I should have asked her what her business was. I didn't think to, but <laughs> anyway. That's fun. Yeah, it was good. Um, <laughs> and all because you had to ask her for her ID. <laughs> and all because she's four zero years old. Yes. Um, how's the vodka mule in a can? It's really nice. It's not bad. Good. They had lots of different, like, cocktails in a can that yeah. look like fun. I noticed they had Bloody Mary in a can. Yes. I don't know if I I'm buying so. that. I mean, I don't buy it in its normal form either. Fair. So. <laughs> I just feel like it should come also with a snack pack with like oh, right. cheese and sausage and a pickle and an olive <laughs> that I won't eat. But um, I feel like that's a very Wisconsin thing. Yes. So, yes. I, I feel like maybe other places, other states... <laughs> that no. have Bloody Marys don't necessarily serve them with like a meal treats on a stick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um my friend Tony had um a Bloody Mary in Minnesota and mm-hmm. was like, you know you're not in Wisconsin when it doesn't come with cheese. Like it came with other stuff but no cheese. Sure. Um a lot of times like a, a pickled like onion. Sure. Like a pearlized onion. Yeah, which isn't as fun of a snack. It's no, cheese. a cocktail onion? Ew. No. Get out of my face. Um, what else is on there sometimes? A green bean? <laughs> a green bean? Really? That's what they have the mint. It's a pickled oh. green bean. Yeah. Oh, a pickled green bean. Yeah. That's interesting. It's got to be pickled. <laughs> or meat. It's fancy. <laughs> it's pickled meat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> then, then they always have the ones that are like, it comes with a whole burger. Right. It comes with a rotisserie chicken. <laughs> no, no, like I got it. Your cup is tipping over. <laughs> <laughs> Those would be so not fun to walk out to a table. Like, right. here's this whole ass chicken on a glass. It's, <laughs> it's a little scary. Yeah. <laughs> We're both sipping on. Fugu Vodka Mule <laughs> has cut water spirits. Which sort of looks like a booby pick. Kind of, yeah. Like if you took it like down. Yeah. You know? Sure. Sounds <laughs> like a bird or a flower uh, plant. Yeah. Thing. That's unclear. Something like that? I don't know. A whale tail. Got them at Target. Yeah. Target sponsor us. <laughs> 
famous <laughs> everything we're wearing no actually uh, my sweater my I'm sweaters wearing. from target yeah some days it's some days it's 100 of what i'm wearing often um <laughs> our popcaster jada's here with us yeah you may hear her in the background <laughs> she's on house arrest for a couple more days for nipping at the neighbor. Uh, she nipped at our angry. neighbor, and then our neighbor had to go into the doctor, and then <sighs> they reported it, because that's their job, and then she has to be quarantined for 10 days. Aww. And it's like, and so you had to go in once at the beginning, once in the middle, once at the end of the 10 days to the vet, and just like, make sure they're not showing any signs of rabies. Sure. And so. That makes sense. It does. And I, I asked the vet, he's like, yeah, they kind of made that rule before many dogs are vaccinated against rabies. Uh, so it's kind of like a hangover from an older time. Sure. Um, But it's still going to cost me $120. Cool. <laughs> so cool. Jada just kept her mouth to herself. <laughs> right. Um, Which makes me think of Daniel Tiger. Nope. Yo Gabba Gabba. Yo Gabba Gabba. Don't bite your friends. Don't bite. Don't bite your, your friends. friends. Um, one of my nieces had preschool orientation today. Oh. And my sister said uh, she had preschool orientation this morning and did great. She said about 500% more words than the other kids combined. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would like, be mine too. Yeah. She's like putting her backpack in the cubby. <laughs> like, look at how grown up she is. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And then little sister. Cute. Um, pulled the high chair down on herself. Oh no. And had to go to the ER. Um, oh no. No stitches, but. Um, Big bump. Yeah, little yeah. cutie. She like she's okay, but uh oh, high chair, owie. And then she touched her head and she says, "Better." <laughs> she's so smart and beautiful. I'm <laughs> just so proud of them. Aww. Also, in other family news, my husband got employee of the month. Oh, cute! Isn't that cute. It's a plaque <laughs> and it's a primo parking spot. So cool. We're moving up in the world. Moving on up. Speaking of moving. Yeah, I might be moving soon. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Put in an offer on a house today. I think adult stuff. In in the next year. Oh, yeah. You'll move. Yeah. If this one falls through, then we'll just, we'll keep looking. Keep looking. Like, yep. Supposedly, some things will slow down now in the next, like, month where we would maybe be able to get an offer in before people. You oh, know, nice. Like like, right now, all the houses are being snatched up immediately. I wonder why that is. I don't know. There's just not many. Yeah. There's not a lot out there right now. Strange. Yeah. Okay, Jada, I'm going to need you to stop barking at me because it's obnoxious. I follow some ER nurses on Twitter, mm-hmm. and they were saying, like, somebody was singing that song, Keep Time for CPR. <laughs> Little shark. Do, 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 do. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. the point of the song is that it gets faster and faster, though. Mm. Swing faster. Do, 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 swing, you know? So it's mm. like, you got to pick the right verse. <laughs> <laughs> Stick with one verse. First baby I was shark. Afraid, I was petrified. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it supposed to be staying alive? Yeah. Oh, uh, oh, uh, oh, uh, oh, uh, yeah. But that's what Michael Scott starts singing. <laughs> yep. The other one. Which is <laughs> just, just good, fun, fun. 
Welcome to Shades of Grace, a dark and twisty podcast. I am Katie. Hey, I'm Bethany. Welcome. This is us. This is us. Just kidding. It's not a This Is Us podcast. <laughs> it's a Grace Anatomy podcast. <laughs> we don't watch This Is Us. No, because I like to keep my tears inside my body. I don't like being overly emotionally manipulated. Yeah. I feel like Grace Anatomy also kind of. Oh, it does. does. But I, not in the same really blatant way. Yeah. Agreed. There's more. <laughs> there's more there. There's comedy and there's whatever. Yeah. It's not a. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to a coworker today who was like, yeah, I've only ever seen one episode of Grey's and it was like a dad who had a tree limb in the middle of him. And I was like, that sounds right. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. They're like in a car crash or something. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, yeah, I didn't really like that. I'm like, then my <laughs> podcast is probably not for you. It might like, not be the show for you because there are things stuck in people all the damn time all the damn time (laughs) um we're on where are we at we're season two episode nine wow nine um thanks for the memories as uh netflix told me although i feel like maybe it's supposed to be thanks for the memory is that what you um thanks for the memories by bob hope Yes, but it's Thanks for the Memory is the name of the song by Bob Hope. That and is the, the thing. episode title is... Thanks for the Memories, which I thought was interesting. There's also the... Um, Fallout Boy. Fallout Boy. <laughs> Thanks for the Memories. That's like without <laughs> like abbreviated and words. And one night and one more time. That's what yeah. I instantly think of because of my age. It is also what I think of. Um, that debuted on the radio in 2007. So okay, yeah. So I don't know. So, I, I think I think it's like a year after this episode. Probably. Yeah. I really. I I'm pretty sure it's it's the Bob Hope one that it it's is. referring to. <laughs> it is. So I wonder if Netflix or Grey's Anatomy got that wrong because the song is "Thanks for the Memory." By Bob Hope. By Bob Hope, according Um, to Wikipedia and all the other things that popped up on Google. So I watched the music video of the Bob Hope, like, well, it's like a clip from a movie. Yes. And he's, like, having dinner with a lady, and Mm -hmm. they're talking about all their time together. And then I watched the Fall Out Boy music video, which features (laughs) chimpanzees and Kim Kardashian. (laughs) So if you're looking to have a cool time... Seriously, like, why is there a chimpanzee? Why is there Kim Kardashian? Like, it's 2007. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's also a, um, I forget what kind of monkey Marcel is on Friends, but there's that kind of monkey in it. Uh, Capuchin? Mm-hmm. Capuchin? Mm-hmm. Yep, that one. Um, Might even be the same one. Uh, it might be. He it's, acts, man. He was an actor, yes. Yeah. A lot um, of things. So if you are inspired <laughs> to watch either of those, please feel free. Yeah. <laughs> feel free. I mean, Pete Wentz making out with Kim Kardashian. Oh, for goodness sakes. <laughs> it's so 2007. It's like so hard to believe. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. Yeah. I just thought that was interesting. Yeah. That it was, that is not what that song is called. That, yeah. Anywho. Um, pedantic. <laughs> it is Thanksgiving in Seattle. Uh, we're coming up not too far away on Thanksgiving time. Yeah, we got a couple months. Yeah. Um, maybe by the time this episode is out, it'll be... It's possible. It'll be even closer. <laughs> Hopefully. Time stands still. Um, we open on Izzy thawing a turkey in the sink. 
and pulling out a huge pile of cookbooks. Oh my god, she has the so many cooking. <laughs> She's got a bunch of like separate pages uh-huh. of recipes. Maybe she printed them out at work. She is gonna cook. She's going to um, cook the, the thing. Um, Meredith is trying to sneak out of the house. <laughs> yeah, she's trying to be sneaky, going down the stairs, kind of looking over her shoulder towards the kitchen. She's in like a white sweater with a hood. I'm yeah. not sure if it's like a zippy. I think it was a button-up. A button-up sweater. Yeah, okay. like a button-up hooded sweater. Um... And she's sneaking out, and Izzy's like, where do you think you're going? Yeah. <laughs> Izzy totally Izzy's catches got, like, her. Izzy's got a cookbook clutch to her, like... I'm in the middle of this, and yeah. what are you doing? Um, and the doorbell rings, <laughs> opportunely. Uh, so Meredith says, oh, I'm answering the doorbell. Obviously, that's um, what I was doing, was yeah, answering totally. the door, even though I was already sneaking that one before I have it my bag, and I'm all ready to go, <laughs> yeah. and, and Izzy notices that, and she's like, you're going to the hospital? And everyone was supposed to be in the kitchen by 9 a.m. to help. Which, like, if dinner's at 6, that's a long freaking day in the kitchen. It, like, It's a very long time. Yeah. Yes. And she, Meredith just tells her she's really not in the mood. No. Meredith is not in the mood for Thanksgiving. Um, which, yeah. I mean, Meredith's been through a lot recently. And Izzy sees it as, like, a family thing. Like, yes. come on, do you want to, like... She wants everyone to do this thing together. Uh, When Meredith finally answers the door, because the doorbell is still ringing, there are (laughs) three men standing there that we have not seen before. Very eagerly asking if this is where Georgie lives. Is this where Georgie lives? And Meredith cannot connect that in her (laughs) mind. She cannot comprehend what this, what does this mean? And they're like, O'Malley. O'Malley, is O'Malley, is he upstairs? Yeah. And she's like, oh, George. Yeah. 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 But, like, no one calls him Georgie. So she was no. like, who are we talking about? Georgie. Like, yeah. Um, and then they they proceed to yell O'Malley. O'Malley! As, as loud as they can while yeah. they run up her stairs. And she's just kind of like, okay. Yeah, they um, just, like, blow past bye, her. Bye, strangers coming into my house. Welcome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> three, three large strange men. Um, and she takes that opportunity to sneak right out. Yeah, Izzy's <laughs> distracted by the men, and so Meredith leaves. And then yeah. Izzy does watch the door close, and she's like, be home by six. Like, yeah. So, but yeah. Meredith is escaping, and... And we can hear them still chanting O'Malley, and we see oh, George. Golly. Yeah, <laughs> we see George laying in his bed. His eyes are still closed, but he's yeah. like counting on his fingers because he can hear them coming up. He's and counting he's like, down from five, <laughs> just bracing himself for the O'Malley explosion that is about to rush through his door. And then they they come in and they all in unison yell, "Happy Thanksgiving!" Yeah, they just they're all in camo. They're like ready so much noise poor george he like it's like okay i know this is coming i'm just gonna try and avoid it as long as i can oh, like bracing himself yeah <laughs> and now we're on a ferry boat a ferry boat oh yes i have a thing for boat. ferry boats <laughs> and we have derek with his leather jacket <gasps> and striped scarf i loved it I I did also his his outfit the whole day in this episode it's is great. pretty good, and also his hair is back to being oh, a little bit better. It's, it's it so looks good. longer. Yeah. like maybe there was a little hiatus in mm-hmm. filming. Mm-hmm. It's longer than it was in previous episodes, and mm-hmm. it's just kind of loose and blowing in the wind. It's got some volume. So good. Yeah. Good good Derek hair. 
Um, and Addison is there <laughs> with she, her page boy hat. Yeah. Very 2007. Holy shit, Kangol much? Like, yeah. Um, and she, they both have coffees and they're going to work. Well, they're presumably going to work together. We find out that Addison wasn't actually going to work, but they're, but they're, they're on their way. Yeah. Um, Together-ish, a little more together than they have been. It's it's not like he saw her and turned the other way, <laughs> yes. like he did before when they In were the on the previous, ferry boat. Yeah, but Addison says, "Oh, she was thinking uh, we could have sex tonight." Yeah, and Derek <laughs> kind of laughs. Derek just about yeah, does a spit take. Um, he he laughs very uncomfortably and like moves away from her. <laughs> yes, there's a lot of like body language in the scene where she like kind of gets in front of him and then he like sweeps to the side. Like yeah, she she's uncomfortable also and she expresses for sure. that, but she's like. I'm just gonna do this. Let's, like I'm just gonna. Come on, let's, we're like, let's rip the bandit. Let's rip the stitches. Is what she says. Get it over with. Um, rip get it the over stitches. with. And no he, anesthesia. Yeah, yeah, he he says no anesthesia. Like that's a a thing that he keeps coming back to in this episode. Too. And you know they he they're like oh first time since uh and Derek goes Mark and she goes and, and Meredith. Meredith yeah like let's be fair here a lot has happened. Um, they both have the day off, but Derek wants to go in and check on patients. Yes. Is. He's planning on checking on patients. Does he really need to? Probably at this not. point, like, maybe not. He might be avoiding a little bit. But oh. she, yeah, Addison says she made reservations and they'll go do yeah. the Thanksgiving thing and then the, they will go oh. back and they'll rip out those stitches. Yeah, I think um, they want to do like Thanksgiving lunch is kind of like Yeah, cuz I think she said like noon. Yeah. Yeah. And then they can go have sex and just like I think she like okay, it's going to be weird, but like if we're going to make this work, like we right. should just, just do this piece. Yep. Which I don't know. I don't think that's necessarily bad. It's like if both parties no, want to do no. it like that, then fine. Like Yeah, it's not it's not a bad thing. It's a weird thing. Um well, and they're in a weird situation, too. They are. And Derek's just not at the same point <laughs> as she is yet. But, um, oh, well. <laughs> right. Uh, so Bailey is peeking her head in the locker room. Um, she And Meredith is there. Meredith's yeah. the only one there. Lacing up her shoes or something. She's kind of yeah, getting ready for getting the day. Ready. And Bailey says that Meredith will be working, well, both of them will be working with a temp today, Dr. Kent, who's coming over from Mercy West. Which I think is the first time we've heard about Mercy West. Yeah, which is kind of a... The other hospital in town. Yes, it's the other sort of rival hospital, almost. (laughs) It becomes more of a rival in future seasons. Yeah, I just, I'm pretty, is this the first mention? I think so. I think so, too. I think it is, yeah. Yeah. Um, Dr. Kent is going to be their temporary attending. Yeah. And we find out that Meredith volunteered to be there. Yes. Yeah. And and Bailey asks her, like, you don't like Thanksgiving? And Meredith oh. says, not a whole hell of a lot to be thankful for. Which is sad. It's sad. We're Meredith is not in a good place of mind. Holy like, shit. She's, she's... I, I, and I really feel like the first time watching this or even the second time watching through... You don't necessarily pick up on, oh, she is really depressed. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Like, she's, like, this is. She's deeply. She's not in a healthy place. Yeah. You don't get that because you're you're distracted by all these other things going on. Right. But for us who are looking to. Watching carefully. Watching carefully, watching multiple times, writing down notes. It's like, oh, no, this was, like, her 
We could see this Her coming. emotional breaks that come in the future don't come on so suddenly as they seem yes. when you're watching like week by week or right. you know right the way we are and and having seen it before we don't have to focus on other things as much right like we're not trying to learn what the hell Mercy West is like we already know yeah you know just little things like that like yeah she's she's not well um she's not doing great um Bailey, however, is saying that she likes Thanksgiving. Yeah, why she likes does she, it. Why does she like Thanksgiving? Because of family or, you know, what? having fun? Oh, you love turkey? Um, you love football? <laughs> no. <laughs> she likes it because people are spending too much time with their family, and that <laughs> triggers depression and repressed childhood rage, and they mix in a bunch of alcohol, and... People get hurt and do stupid things. It's so great. And that um, leads to surgeries. Stupid, violent people who need surgery. (laughs) The stupidity of the human race. Be thankful for that. Be thankful. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And they get into the elevator. So it's kind of a funny, like... It's good. And it's it's some nice lightness from Bailey. And um, it's not that she's being dishonest either. That's probably really true. And, and, and not quite as cold as, say, Christina would say it. Because Christina would right. feel the same way also. <laughs> yes, I thought about that too. I'm like, this is kind of Christina too. Yeah. Um. So then we see Derek. Um. He comes in to see the OR board. And he kind of chides the chief um, saying, yeah, the oh, you're supposed to there. be at home. And <laughs> the chief's like, yeah, so are you. <laughs> like, yeah, and then Burke walks in and he's in scrubs and he was just doing a surgery and got it done fast or something. So proud of his maze Super procedure. Proud. Yeah. And they're like, oh, aren't you supposed to be? Don't you? <laughs> and he says he's leaving now. He just likes to begin his day with cutting. And they're all making excuses about why they're there. Oh, no, yeah. I'm just... Whatever. I'm just checking on this oh, thing. Oh, I'm just... Like, I'm the chief of surgery. I gotta check on the OR board, you know. <laughs> Come on. I am leaving. Uh, yeah. My, yeah. <laughs> my next note says, Dr. Kent is an all-caps jerk. <laughs> He's a yes. jerk. Yeah, they... So the, the three gentlemen disperse yes. after giving each other a hard time for the same thing that they are there for, uh-huh. basically. Everybody's guilty. <laughs> Avoidance yeah. and wanting to be at the hospital. <laughs> Um, yeah, Bailey and Meredith go and they find this Dr. Kent, who's a very generic looking white man. Yeah, there's kind of nothing special Um, about him. I definitely did not remember this at all. Although Um, it's kind of a fun little side story. I feel like I kind of remember her playing on it a little bit, but not this specific guy. No, yeah. Um, so Bailey's offering to help him. She's telling Meredith, like, okay, we're going to, like, have to show him the ropes a little bit. Like, we're going to... Yeah, show him where things are, how to do things. Like, obviously, He's a new, new he, he doesn't know his way around. Um, Dr. Kent, however, feels a little bit differently. He's oh like, oh, God. I'm only here for one day. I don't want my ass kissed. He just, just, he just wants... I'll just tell you what to do, and then you do it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yep. Great. And, Thank you so much. And <laughs> I don't like mistakes. <laughs> oh, you don't? Uh, oh, I love them. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> well, Bailey comes back with a, I don't make mistakes. Yeah. True, Which girl. is like, ooh. Right? Fuck um, yeah. And he's kind of like, oh, well, I don't want you as my resident. I only want the resident that they call the Nazi. <laughs> Guy they call the Nazi. You know him? Do you know him? 
Uh, he's got a great word of mouth, a stellar rep, balls the size of Texas. Balls the size of Texas. And Bailey looks at him, that big, huh? <laughs> oh. oh my God, it's so good. Really? And, um, <laughs> Bailey just plays dumb because what in the shit? Because like, fuck this misogynistic dude. For real. Toxic masculinity ruins the party again. Yes. Like, he could have been like, who's the Nazi? You? Oh my God, awesome. So excited to work with you. But No. Guy they call the Nazi. You heard of him? Yeah. Uh, uh, and then he fucking goes, yeah, page me if you get confused. Yeah. What an asshole. Like, uh, <laughs> he yeah. sucks. Like, yeah, and he walks away. Meredith's kind of smirking. And Bailey's Bailey looks at her and it's like, like I said, the stupidity of the human race. That's right. Yes. He dumb. <laughs> He's so dumb. Dude. We had a couple people in today at work. One person who, like, looked and acted like Chris Christie. Remember that guy who wanted to close the bridge? <laughs> yeah, the, the New Jersey, New Jersey like, governor. governor. Yeah. yeah. So pompous, this person who came in. I was like, oh, my God. And then <laughs> so the person came in and they're like, why do you have all our mugs? And Corey, I was working with my boss, and my boss was like, what? And the person was like, I work at the Kickapoo Cafe. Why do you have all our mugs? Because we have branded coffee yeah, cups. And yeah. Corey's like, well, we serve Kickapoo coffee. And they were like, oh, you do? And it's like right there on the front counter. Which, what about being like, oh, Kickapoo oh, coffee? Because we, we went to Kickapoo and we stole them. <laughs> oh, yeah, we, <laughs> so we literally did. shoplifted them. What's the um, Norwegian word for shoplifting? There's a cool name for it. Oh, I don't know. They mentioned what? it on the live episode of MFM. Oh. Um, Which I listen to now. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> oh, you've listened to the live episodes Some of them. Now. Some of them. Not Yay. all of them. Well, then. They're not that bad. Because at a certain point, they told stop. people that, like, don't yell so much. It yeah. ruins it for us. And then this person's like, yeah, I've been to. And they list off, like, 12 seemingly, like, supposed to be impressive cities. Like, they've recited this a thousand times. They're like. Belfast, Chicago, Portland, blah, 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 here, Uh Miami, blah. And I'm like, okay, so clearly you've given this speech a thousand times. And then they noticed a skateboard and they were like, hey, like, is that you guys' skateboard? It's up on a shelf. Like, it's kind of display. They're like, is that display or does it work? We're like, well, no, it works. But, like, they're like, could I borrow that? I've been skating since I was 12. I just want to go around the block. And we're like, I don't think so. That is so weird. And then they were like. We're like, yeah, that doesn't, it belongs to Landon. And they were like, oh, well, if Landon heard me say, you know, I've been skating since I was 12, I'm sure he'd be fine with it. And we're like, you know, like. Is that how life works? They offered to, like, leave their purse. But it just was such a weird, like. I've been driving since I was 15. Can I take your car around the block, stranger? Can I just borrow that really cool car I see? (laughs) Like, because we have a shared interest. Like, it was just a lot. And it just instantly, this person started talking and I was like. You're a pathological liar. Yeah. Yeah. The, like, arrogance with which they came in and were, like, talking so much about themselves and all these places they've been. And then they were like, I'm only at that cafe, which is, like, a small business, Mm -hmm. until I get enough money to get out of there. Don't tell anybody, okay? And it's like, you're literally yelling in this coffee shop. Like, it sucked. Okay. (laughs) It was weird and shitty, but it was nice that the whole staff was kind of like, what the fuck? Like. Yeah, it's nice when people like that are so upfront about it 
Oh, <laughs> you're not even privately <laughs> an asshole. Oh, wonderful. I know this about you like, up front, Dr. Okay. Kent. Like, I know who you are. Thanks for putting it all out there. You're not a snake. <laughs> you're just an asshole. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um. So then we see Georgie again. <laughs> yeah, Georgie Porgy. He's practically being shoved down the stairs trying to get his, his jacket on yeah. by these three men who we still don't really know who they are. They haven't introduced themselves. Um, and they're telling him, oh, there's a turkey with your name on it, Georgie. And <laughs> Izzy, Izzy. tries to stop him. He's like, she's like, where are you going? Like, <laughs> yeah, poor Izzy. Everybody's leaving her. It's clear George does not want to go hunting. No. Yeah. George stops to tell her every year my father and brothers. Oh, that's, that's who these who guys are. are. Um, and I hunt, shoot and kill helpless, slow moving turkey. <laughs> <laughs> And isn't that great? Isn't that great? And one brother says, oh, George will be back as soon as he kills his first bird. Which, it's not really clear if it's like the first bird of the season or of ever, but we find out it's of ever. Yeah, George is not into this. This is not his thing, but it is his family's thing. Yeah. It is a big old family thing, and he can't say no. Physically, he cannot stop They them. will lift him out of the home. And Izzy really needs help cooking, which is a bummer. Yeah, that's real <laughs> She's sad, not going to get any help, it looks would, like. Yeah, she... <laughs> yeah. But it, she says, like, who's going to help me or something? Yeah. And, and he looks back at her like, who's going to help me? Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> he, he doesn't want to go with. Wait, who's going to help no. me? Yeah. Um, so then we're back at the hospital. Olivia, Nurse Olivia's there. She's a patient in Bay 3. Yes. Bailey and Meredith are checking in. And Olivia is telling them that this is Holden McKee. Which quite, is quite a good name. <gasps> Holden McKee. Holden McKee. And then Hold, you turn it holding in the lock. my key. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he was brought in from Mayfield Nursing Home, and it's he doesn't look very old. So no. you're like, who who is this guy? He's looks like forties. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Bailey calls that in the garden. Yes, she's like, oh, is he in the garden or from the garden or something? Oh, he's in the garden or something like that. Which at first I was like, what does that mean? And then they say, oh, vegetable. Yeah. (laughs) So. no. He's in a. Don't. No, that's bad. It's not a thing. It's something from the writer's room. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like a, what if we say that someone in the vegetative state is in the garden. garden. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So this gentleman, Holden, is in a persistent vegetative state, PVS, um, for 16 years. Yes. He's been in that state for 16 years. Um, He was a firefighter. Mm -hmm. And Meredith is reading this. And he was injured by falling debris while he was on the job. Yeah. So, you know, he's a hero. He's a... Yep. And the reason that he's in... Um, the hospital today is because he fell while they were turning him in bed. Yes. While the orderlies at the nursing home were adjusting him. Yeah. Um, he fell and bonked his head. Yeah. Uh, he's got a head lass. So Bailey is giving it to Meredith to do on her own. And Bailey's like, I'm going to go off looking for the Nazi. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Dr. Kent. So good. Like. And um, Dr. Ken asks, I'm looking for the Nazi. Meredith speaks directly to Holden. 
um, says she wants that kind of serenity and peace. (laughs) Which, again, we see Meredith is so good with professionalism. Yes. Speak to people as though they can hear you, Mm -hmm. as though they're in the room, because they are in the room. Like, don't just talk about people. Talk to them. It's very effortless for her. mm -hmm. Like, in her own life... She is falling to pieces, but when she's dealing with other people, she can be that strong yeah. person for them. Which, fucking knowing how depressed she is, for her to be like, oh, I wish I was in a persistent, persistent vegetative <laughs> state. You're like, holy <laughs> shit, girl, oh, like, no. you gotta get your shit together. Yeah, for real. Help. Somebody help her. Oh. Uh, <laughs> she's talking to him, and it's like, oh, you look so peaceful. And he opens his eyes. Holy opens his eyes. And looks right at her. Holy shit. He looks right at her. Like, and she kind of. eye contact. Is like, whoa. Like, yeah. She, like, <laughs> she, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. Same. <laughs> and then we have the credits. They're brief. Yes. Um. So Bailey um, has moved on. She's working on a burn victim um, in a trauma room when Meredith comes in. And she's having the time of her life. <laughs> because that patient drunkenly tried to deep fry a turkey. Of course he did. Which always makes me think of Suki on Gilmore yes. Girls. Yes. <laughs> yeah. With all of uh, Jackson's family. And when she like gives up the reins and she's just getting drunk there. Deep like, fried cheese. <laughs> deep fried cheese. They're like freaking out. Like yeah. deep fried shoe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's terrifying. And then everybody, there's people in brown scrubs. Have we seen them before? Like, what department are they in? Mm-mm, okay, no. There's several people in the room in brown scrubs. I feel like that might be, like, nurses or something. Okay. You know, it's probably supposed to be the ER crew. crew. Okay. Yeah. So everybody in the room laughs uh, when Meredith says that her PVS case looked at her. Yeah, he looked right at me and... Everybody laughs. Like, ha, that's a ha. funny joke. Oh, this silly child. She's How could she think that? Tiny girl. And then <laughs> fucking Dr. Kent sticks his head in and is like, is there anything good? Anything good? Yeah. And Bailey kind of, like, steps a little bit, like, hiding him. Like, oh, no- nothing you'd want to waste your time on. Yep. Hiding her guy who's Maybe burnt. you should go do some sutures. That'd be... Yeah, there's, she a, says to there's the a bunch attending. of patients that need sutures, and he's kind of like, well, she's the intern. Uh-huh. Like, she should do the sutures. Yes. And, and Bailey is ever the uh, professional. God, I love her. She's so tricksy. <laughs> she, she's so good. She's right on, on, the, mar- on the ball, on the mark, on the on money. The, uh, all on those the, things. On the things. <laughs> Um, she, she says, well, she is on her way to the CT with a VIP patient on orders from the Nazi. <laughs> Which Dr. Kent clearly respects, even yes. though he's never met this person. This man, obviously, must Who be a man. Must be a man. Um, um, so he can't have Meredith do the sutures, because she has VIP orders. Right. Like. And he's just like, tell him I'm looking for him. Yep. And then he leaves. He's not going to leave that Nazi <laughs> man alone. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so Bailey starts getting her patient to go to the OR as soon as Dr. Kent is out of earshot. Yeah. I did love how she <laughs> stepped in front of the patient. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, nah, nothing here. Like, nothing yeah, interesting. Nothing that would interest you. No, no. No. <laughs> um, and she tells Meredith to get a CT, but no, he was not looking at you. And a neuro consult. So she's going yes. to talk to Derek, yes, too. Yes, a neuro consult. Um, that is important. And... Yeah, so there, she's kind of from the get go being told like, 
he might have opened he did open his eyes that part was real but he wasn't yeah. looking at you yeah. like it wasn't because you were there he, right he doesn't have yeah. directed or sustained attention someone in a perpetual persistent ve- persistent vegetative state is not going to look at you right they can't but they have the reflexes as Derek explains later a little bit more in depth but yeah that's the gist that you get um it also reminds me, like, Bailey kind of giving this Dr. Kent a runaround mm-hmm. reminds me of Nurse Debbie being like, oh, Christina, you get to do all the boils and explosive mm-hmm. diarrhea. And she's like, what the hell? Like, where is this coming from? <laughs> like, That's what it reminds me of. Of like, dude, you piss off the wrong person. Like, you're going to get scut work. And right. like, you deserve it because fuck you. Yeah. Because you thought you were better than it. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> um, so then Christina and Burke show up. They are at Meredith's house, yeah. ringing the doorbell, dressed all um, fancy. Burke, he's Burke. in a black cable knit turtleneck. It's like dark brown. Is it? Christina's wearing black, and it looks, you know, it's a little. It's more on darker. the brown end. Okay, but the turtleneck and the blazer are Ooh. the exact same color. They're, yeah, <laughs> it, yeah. It's, He's yeah. got the cable knit turtleneck, which like my fucking dad used to wear those to church in those in the winter. <laughs> like it was a thing. It it must have been. And then a blazer over. Ooh, he fancy. Ooh, so fancy. It's just it's such a birth thing to wear. <laughs> it totally is. Like a neutral color, but it matches. Yes. Like the same color underneath and a turtleneck. He loves the high necked. Anything to make him look taller, I guess. Longer. <laughs> and Christina's <laughs> kind of coaching him. You know, don't talk about Shepard or Montgomery Shepard or... <laughs> <laughs> don't bring up anything awkward. Like, these are my friends. And he says, I've been in social situations before. <laughs> which is fair. <laughs> like, fair. Um, um, Izzy it sees Christina at first when she answers the door and, and is kind of mad at her. Like, you're late. Yeah, you're she's supposed starts- to be here earlier. <laughs> And then she sees Dr. Burke. Oh, hello, Dr. Burke. Oh, she like greets him really awkwardly. Yeah. And then apparently he was not invited, but Christina brought him anyway. Yes. Christina says, what was I supposed to blow off my boyfriend? And she kind of looks like, like, I tried, but he wouldn't blow. Yeah. (laughs) The women, like, Izzy and Christina are sort of like talking to themselves like under their breath. But he can hear them. Yes. Burke is just like standing two feet away in the entryway. Um, Hi. And Burke can totally sense the tension and hear them and he says oh call me Preston what is the matter oh my god I don't have anything in my hand I'm sorry but anyways Burke um tells Izzy to call him Preston and Christina is shocked by that nobody calls you Preston he says you don't call me Preston (laughs) which is like oh yeah (laughs) um and it is just them there so far izzy christina and dr burke christina's panicking that nobody else is there and alex is mia yeah izzy has the phone in her hand and she starts to call alex presumably again it seems like she's been trying to get a hold of him yeah he's supposed to be here yeah um and dr burke kind of looks around and smells something is something burning? Like, <laughs> yeah, Izzy runs off like, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, shit, yeah. Uh, um, so then Derek and the chief are leaving, but not really. They're like... <laughs> yeah, he he says hi to the chief again. Um, they're by like a nurse's station, like near the doors. Yeah. Like near the check-in area. So they do look like they're going to leave. It's like kind of by where the el- el- some elevators are that they come up, where Meredith met the possible roommates 
Yes. It's yeah, a towards spot the entrance, we see a lot. Yeah. Like they're gonna leave. Um Derek says hi to the chief, and the chief almost immediately, very uh, <laughs> defensively, says, I'm on my way home. <laughs> I'm, yeah, and we find out Derek was supposed to meet Addison, which we kind of already knew. But. Yes, but 20 minutes ago. He's 20 minutes late. And uh, <laughs> the chief's sister-in-law is in town. Adele's sister is in town. And apparently he ha- he hates that woman. Whoops. Um, <laughs> strong, strong language. And Derek suggests that maybe the OR board needs to be checked one more time. Hey, he's kind of giving him an out. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Meredith approaches about her, about Holden. Yes. She has her, the neuro consult that she needs from Derek. He, does he look at the chart kind of? Yeah, he does. He looks at it, um, at whatever the CT said and said that it looks fine. There's uh, arousal, but no awareness. Yes. So I think that's a really interesting distinction of, like, mm-hmm. you know, when you have, like, a reflex versus, like, oh, I felt that bug. I'm going to do something about that. Right. Like, choosing to do it versus... I'm going to look at a certain person rather, rather than, than just opening your eyes. And reacting to stimulus. Um, so then Meredith says, do you want to argue about what I know I saw? Yeah. Which is <laughs> like, okay, girl, like, if you want to go there, Ooh, like. Yeah, and Derek says that he doesn't want to argue with her anymore. Yeah. Which is it's kind of sad. Yeah. And he says that he's late again and starts to walk away. Truly, he starts walking. Like, it looks like he's going to leave. But he's thinking about it. And what is he walking to? Does he really want to go there? Yeah. And he turns around and comes back. Yep. And says, oh, so he looked at you. And I was like, okay, why? Maybe for medical curiosity. Maybe he believes her. Maybe he doesn't want to meet with Addison. Maybe mm. all these things. Like, I, I mean, I think it's mainly that he doesn't want to meet with Addison. But then fucking <laughs> tell somebody, hey, you know what? I'm not ready for lunch with you. Like, Yeah, yeah. But we're not emotionally mature grownups. So. Call her and tell her, oh, sorry, I'm 20 minutes late. I'm not going to make it. I got to do another consult. Yeah. But Especially also, since she said that she had reservations. Right. Fuck you. Like, <laughs> and also, like, you don't need to do this. Like, what no, if it had been a no. different intern? You know what I mean? Like, he wouldn't have done it. Right. Which he wouldn't have felt as problematic. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But it's his Meredith. So then we see the O'Malley men. Tramping through the woods. Naming they are cars. Naming cars. They aren't even talking about those cars. They're just saying a name yep. of a car. Just saying a name of a car. Um, and George does not fit in. <laughs> no. <laughs> poor George. No, poor George. And he doesn't want to say a name of a car. And he is asking them, you realize that you can buy a turkey in a store. We don't have to do this. <laughs> like- we don't have to go try to shoot one. Um, George's dad says that he has a feeling that George is going to be the one to shoot it this year. Yeah. Like, you're going to be the one to do it. I know it. That's trying to be encouraging. <laughs> He's very sweet, which is probably part of why George can't say no. <laughs> right. Because if it was just his brothers, he might be like, oh, go fuck yourself. Like, yeah. I'm not doing that. I yeah. have things to do. Yeah. Um, so then we're in the kitchen at Meredith's house. Burke is still wearing his blazer. Um, and dinner is burning. <laughs> yes. Izzy's trying to call Alex again. Burke is looking at all of the various items that are cooking and trying to figure out what was going on. And then he kind of calls her bluff. 
Yeah. You never made Thanksgiving dinner before. Yeah, he can tell. <laughs> he can it's tell by looking at pretty it. Pretty obvious. And like, Christina, who did not realize this, looks at Izzy and is like, You can't cook? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Izzy. Um, <laughs> Izzy's like, I'm a baker. I bake. I bake. Like, I, Those I've are very different my, things. I've seen my grandma cook. Like, I thought I could do it. <laughs> um, and then. They are very different things. Burke takes off his jacket. Yes. He very. says professionally christina i have this yeah and then becomes the teacher yes he gets his surgeon surgeon face on he fucking cracks his he washes up he cracks his neck rubbing up he calls her stevens puts his (laughs) hand out for like like he would for a surgical tool yeah yeah i think it's garlic or something garlic yep and he like puts his palm out um and i was like Yes, like he's yeah. like, I'm gonna take in charge. Yes, and Christina wants to drink. Yeah, Christina's <laughs> like, I need some liquor. <laughs> so, is it that she doesn't like that he's getting close to her friends? Yeah, I just the combinations of her world, like that sort of intermingling, make her uncomfortable. And Christina doesn't do discomfort. <laughs> and also, it's like the thing that they connected over, which was like the teaching and the brilliance. Yeah, and then he's. I don't think she's, like, jealous of Izzy. No. But I think just seeing those things combined. No, she just didn't want him there in the first place. Yeah. She wants him in a separate little box for sex and teaching me how to do heart things. Yeah. (laughs) And that's it. If you're going to be my boyfriend, you have to help me find the leg. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, Dr. Yang, I have to go. (laughs) She wants things on her terms, and this is decidedly not her realm. Yeah. The cooking and the... And the friendship and the family and the Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, yeah. yeah. We we kind of know she's not very close to her family. Yes. Just by the way she interacted with her mother. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then we see Derek and he's checking on Holden. Yeah, he he's checking his eyes and stuff and Holden's not responding at all. And Derek is an amazing... He's wearing an amazing light brown waffle, mm. Henley, and wavy hair. And it's like a couple buttons undone, but not too low on the Henley. Oh my god, it's the but most beautiful with the, shirt. With the arms pushed up. I fucking had that shirt. I got it from And it Plato's fits him closet. just right, too. Like, it's yes. not too tight, not too loose, because he's worn things that were way too big before. Yes, and for sure. Awful. It's very well fitted. Because he's still got kind of like the mid-2000s dad jeans yeah. thing going on. Um, yeah. Which could go really bad. But with this beautiful it's Henley. great. It's like, oh. It's the yes. best fucking look. Honestly. He looks so good. I bought that <laughs> shirt at Plato's look. Closet because I was like, dudes look hot in that. I want to look hot. I want to wear that. Like, <laughs> It'll work the same for me as if it does I for men, right? If I looked at me, I'd be like, oh, she's hot. Like, this. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Henleys were a big deal. Oh my god, they Henley, were a big deal. They still look good. Oh I feel yeah, like if we saw they're not as popular anymore. But I would still be like, oh yeah, I have one that's look. more of a thermal than like the waffle. Like mm. it's not so square. Sure. On the um, like the design of it. Yeah. But the weave, um, the we- Thank you. <laughs> um, I was gonna say pattern but that weave or sense. knit. Yeah, the knit of it. Yeah. Anyway. Derek looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's telling us that there's no sustained visual pursuit. Mm-hmm. So Der- um, Holden isn't following the light when he's asking him to as yeah. Derek moves it across his eyes. And Meredith is keeps saying, like, no, I'm sure he looked at me. She's very, very sure of this. She's not. Yes. She's not doubting herself at all. Like, she is absolutely certain. And then he 
opens his eyes again. His eyes move. And his eyes move and they look at her as she's talking. Yeah. And Derek sees it. Yes. And he catches it and he asks Meredith to kind of move over towards him while she's talking. Yes. To see because it's her that Holden is right. tracking. She's who he's following, following from the darkness of his brain when Derek is directing him and saying like Mr. McKee can you follow the light nothing no and then just when Meredith is speaking yeah he, like his his attention goes to her and um oh, she's special because she's special and Derek, oh, she's special. oh my god she's special oh. it's really cool and kind of freaky yeah but cool. very cool <laughs> yeah um and yeah he follows her with his eyes and um and that's when Derek kind of turns a corner on that. Yes. He, they are looking at the CT scans again, and he's like, oh, there's no brain atrophy. Like, there's nothing. Yeah. Like, he, he's not PBS. He's minimally conscious, which is a different thing. Yeah. Which they don't really explain, but you kind of get what that is. Yeah. And He um, wasn't in a vegetative state. He was just kind of asleep for 16 years. Yeah. Like, he just... Hadn't woken up yet. His brain was trying to heal itself. Frozen, yeah, sleeping for 16 years and they missed it. Oh, yeah. And that's the (sighs) thing that, um, yeah, that Meredith kind of catches on to. Which, again, it's like this subtle little thing, but that's the thing that she latches on to. And that's like the saddest. She's like, oh, no, no one notices. That sucks. No one is noticing. Even the viewers, like dropping out, are not noticing that. She's losing it. Yeah. She's slowly spiraling. S- slipping under. I get to... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, it's so sad. Oh, my fucking God. That's so sad. And also, like, I think that speaks to the importance of speaking to patients. Yeah. It's like, you don't know how much they can understand or hear you right. or process. Like, and even if it's none, better safe than sorry. Yeah. And also, like, treat them with respect. Like. Yeah. Just, oh, it's this guy's a vegetable. It's still a human being. Right, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then we see Alex in the tunnels. Yes. He has his notes. He's got textbooks Files with pages. Papers. Yeah. He's obviously studying mm-hmm. for his boards, which we know he's failed yeah. and he's going to retake. And he's got his phone and he's listening to Izzy's message oh. and he's just getting like, ugh. Fuck. Looks at his watch and it's like I'm. I don't know if I'm gonna make it. And right, he like wants to get the studying in on his day off. Yeah. Um. But also, nobody knows that he yeah. failed. No, so he hasn't told anyone. He can't like explain himself. No. So he doesn't call her back. He just closes his flip phone. Yes. <laughs> Amazing. Snaps it closed Love and it. leans back. Like, oh, what am I gonna do? Yeah. Um. <laughs> Yeah, George is in hell. <laughs> There's a lot of, like, phone calls right in a row here. Yeah. It's nice. George is also on the phone talking to Christina. Um, I wonder who called who. I think maybe Christina called him. Yeah. I'm um, in hell. And George goes, I'm the one in hell. <laughs> he, his hell is in the woods with shotguns and liquor and car talk. It's, it's like de- deliverance. It's like deliverance out here. And um, Which I hope not. I don't um, know what that is. Is it a movie? It is a movie, and I'm pretty sure, well, all I know about it is it's, like, hillbillies, which might, is that a derogative term? I don't know. I don't know. Um, But it's a country folk that, I think they rape a guy. Oh, shit. Yeah. 
it's like it's not good fuck or they hunt them and stuff i don't know oh it's like it's like not a not a good thing I've not seen this movie. This okay. is just what I gather from the cultural zeitgeist. Got you. You know. Um, and Christina <laughs> says um, they're out of liquor at Meredith's house. Yes. Meredith is, or uh, Christina is searching through cupboards and you see like shots like through the cupboards and she's like <laughs> digging through it. And, and she's asking George like, where does Meredith keep her liquor? Where's the booze? And George says, oh, I don't think we have any. And Christina is shocked by this. Yeah. Because <laughs> she's like, but she's a wasp. Meredith is a wasp. White Anglo-Saxon. Protestant. Protestant. Yes. I couldn't, I didn't know the P. Um, <laughs> and George is kind of like, yeah, which is why we're out. <laughs> because she drank it all. And George really wants Christina to pick him up. <laughs> come and get me. Just like when, when you're scared at school, you're like, mom, you can get me. Come like, get me, please. <laughs> mom. Can you pick me up, Mama Christina? I'm scared. You're less scary to me than this situation. Christina's not going to go get George. No. Um, and we see Addison also on the phone. Yes, our third phone. <laughs> uh, leaving a message for Derek. She's sitting on like a bench. But um, she did say earlier that she had reservations. But here she is sitting with a really big fancy picnic basket. Yeah. With like a champagne bottle sticking out, which is even cuter. Like, oh, it's what, super it's cute. so sweet that she was like, oh, I have reservations for us. But it's like, oh, no, meet me here. And then, and then surprise, it's a picnic. Yeah, that's cute. I love that. Um, Thanks, Addison. I'll take you up on that. Oh, you're welcome. I'll um, be here. Um, it is like a really fancy public bench. Yeah. <laughs> like, like super kind of cool, fancy. I think maybe it's where they can walk watch the fairies mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. it does kind of look like that like let's have a little picnic kind of how they met for with like bagels or something or pastries and they were gonna watch the fairies from the viewfinders oh and he was episode. like you oh, manhattan she, you like the viewfinders yeah because yeah, she had said something about oh it's not like lunch on the empire state building or whatever <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so maybe that's like a thing they do yeah, yeah. i think that was kind of her thought <laughs> process. Yeah. Yeah. So then um, Derek and Meredith are looking at the waiting room. Um, yes. They are eyeing the waiting area. We get a nice full view of Derek's great outfit. Wonderful. So good. Um, okay. So, so <laughs> brief <laughs> intermission yes. after we got this shit scared out of us <laughs> because Andrew silently came home. <laughs> and just stood in the doorway behind the curtain And like peeked out and was like, hey, like, but silently. Um, okay. So waiting room, ton of people there. Yes. Meredith and Derek are looking. He's asking her, which one do you think she is? Um, talking about Holden's wife. Yep. And Meredith kind of scans and she sees a woman sitting there and she's like, it's her. She just knows it's her. She know, she picks her right out. Um, and walks forward immediately towards her, even though Derek's kind of like, oh, how do you know as she's walking? But Meredith's already ahead. Like, she's... <laughs> Which also, there's seats that face every direction, and this woman happened to be facing towards them. I wonder, um, like... Like, directly square with the <laughs> stairs. Like, all she had to do was walk straight forward. I just it's wonder... It's gotta be her. It's her. If she had been, like... <laughs> Her back turned, like, on the on the corner of a oh, row. Oh, yeah. If she was turned away, she wouldn't have noticed because we find out later why, she says. Right. And, um, <coughs> yeah. So, Meredith feels confident. She walks up and she um, says, oh, Mrs. McKee. And uh, the woman stands up and says, oh, it's Mrs. Leonard now. And we see that she is 
pregnant. Very pregnant. She had been holding a purse in front of her mm-hmm. while she was sitting in her seat. Um, so we know she's married again and she's <coughs> pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, so then the next scene. Things have changed in the last <laughs> 16 years. They're entering Holden's room and Mrs. McKee, who's now Mrs. Leonard, mm-hmm. um, is pregnant. She's with um, a teenage son named Kobe. Who's kind of pacing in the background. And the husband, Hal, is standing next to her, but we don't really get to see him that Yeah, much. he's um, the new husband. So Derek explains that um, Holden has amphetamine in his system that will allow him to be awake soon. Mm-hmm. The son seems super nervous and, like, agitated. Yeah, he's just, it's too much. It's a crazy thing where they were thinking that he's never going to wake up. And then all of a sudden, oh, no, he's going to wake up in a few hours. Like, holy shit, here it is. And here's his wife who's super pregnant and his teenage son who's almost an adult. Yeah. Who was a child, like a very small child. When <laughs> who was he, like one because we yeah, find out that he's, fine, he's yeah, 17. He's turning 17 that week. So um, Derek doesn't think that Holden will know how much time has passed. Yeah, most patients like that don't, and the son just loses it. Like, he rushes into the bathroom and says he's going to be sick. Yeah, and um, Mrs. Leonard is like, we just got married, this baby is coming, my son just turned 17, like, he can't see me like this. Yeah, this isn't just difficult, this is unimaginable. Like, yeah. they can't wrap their minds around it. Um, And Meredith kind of tries to stop her, um, but... Holden is going to wake up and find out that we didn't wait for him. Yeah, so his wife is just heartbroken that he's going to be awake. He's going to wake up and find out that they didn't wait for him. And Hal, the new, the brand new husband, kind of turns to them and just tells them, like, it took her a really long time to move on. Right. Which is, it's just so sad. It's like the worst fucking timing. Like, yeah, it's really yeah. sad, and obviously... Very depressing. No one is trying to ruin anybody's life. Like, it's not like he did it on purpose. No, <laughs> like, no, no one's mad or anything. They're just... It just is like... We can't be here. He can't yeah. see me like this, you know? Yeah. All uh, pregnant and, ha- like, with somebody else. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, um, so then we see Dr. Kent. He's watching Bailey scrub in. Yeah, he's asking her, what are you doing up here? And Bailey... Get back down to the pit. <laughs> God. Bailey says, oh, the Nazi has me doing the surgery. Sorry. <laughs> can't. Like, and, I can't do yeah, that. Yeah, and Dr. Kent just complains, like, oh, there's all these people who need sutures because they're all, everyone's an amateur chef or something. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Bailey just is like, oh, yeah, knives are tricky. Yeah. God. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm so sorry, dumb. Sorry Let's... I can't help you. Yeah. And the surgery <laughs> she's going into is a knife in somebody's back. Yeah, it's a guy with a knife <laughs> stuck in his back. So knives are tricky. <laughs> and uh, it, the chief is still there. Yeah, the chief is now in this OR with Bailey. Because <laughs> um, he just wants to watch for a bit. And then he'll oh, go home. I'm just going to, yeah. yep, just yeah. real quick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Bailey says something about how if he doesn't go home soon, Adele is going to be like the woman, the wife who stabbed this guy in his back. <laughs> Which, you know, I it's mean, funny. she's she's at least trying to get him to go home. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Not giving him more excuses to stay. Um, Now we're at Meredith's house back there and Christina's answering the door. Joe is there with another fella that yeah. we have not seen before christina answers the door and goes joe thank god oh thank god and joe's just like oh this is my boyfriend walter and he's kind of making a big thing of it like 
Here, look, See? none of you, Hello. like, I'm, I'm in this group enough to be welcomed to Thanksgiving, but none of you know that I have a boyfriend. About my personal life. And, like, and <laughs> Christina's just like, whatever, tell me you brought liquor. She totally fucking she ignores her. And Joe has, like, a pie in his hands. Like, he's yeah, like, he says, no, I brought pie. She's <laughs> like, oh, you know, you didn't bring liquor? You're a bartender. And Joe's like, did you bring scalpels? Like... <laughs> Yeah. Just poor Walter is like, oh, that's not how I thought this was going to go. Like, <laughs> yeah. They don't seem too phased, but No, it's, no, no. They're yeah. fine. But it just is like they a, were. They, yeah. They were probably building themselves up for a big like, oh, you, well, you, you like boys. Well, welcome. Oh, my goodness. Walter, we're glad you're here. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. It's a good moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we hear a turkey call in the woods. Yes. Um, all the O'Malley guys are just kind of sitting there. George is playing with the turkey call. Like, he's not really trying to do anything. He's just kind of squeaking it. it. Yeah. And George doesn't want to pick a car. <laughs> he does not. Yeah, they want him to pick a car. Because that's a thing that they do. They just yell out. The names of cars. Names of cars. He does not want to. And... Um, his dad's kind of looking out for him, trying well, to defend him from his brother. Yeah, because the brothers are like, oh, he doesn't know anything about cars. And he says, no, I just don't want to pick. And the dad dad says, oh, he's just too tired to pick a car. Oh, he's a he surgeon. 48-hour shifts, you know? And his brothers are kind of like, oh. The you, brothers feel like the dad is being too protective of him. You that long and you in, still enjoy it? And... George just doesn't want to talk about it. And He's dad's like, yeah, like, I like medical stuff. Yeah, dad's yeah. trying to be like, come on, George, like, tell him, you know. Yeah, tell us a story. Tell and, us about uh, your big surgeon life. The brothers just shit on him. I Yeah, George starts to tell them a story that he's kind of excited about, like, oh, I got to assist in this cool Amazing. surgery. yeah. And they're like, Oh, assist? What do you mean assist? We thought you were a doctor. We thought you were a doctor. We thought you were the surgeon. He's like, like, no, I'm an intern. Like, I have to learn. So you don't even do anything. You just stand there. Like, yeah. Like, oh, you're not even a real doctor. And then the dad kind of gets mad at the brothers and is like, hey, you know, come on. And he's definitely trying to, like, make it fair and even. But it's... Trying to play the peacemaker or the bridge. You can tell they've been having this conversation a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or avoiding this conversation a lot. Yeah. Like, this is a pretty constant point of tension in yeah. this family. It feels like George has heard this all before and he yeah. doesn't want to keep talking about the same thing. And he doesn't care. and He wants to go home. He's like, I don't want to be here anymore. Yeah, he goes back to squeak in his turkey call. Um, so then Meredith is sitting on the floor in Holden's room, kind of against the wall. Yeah, kind of doing paperwork, waiting. And Alex peeks in and is like, why aren't you at Thanksgiving? Why aren't you? Yeah, it's kind of the question of the day. Yeah. Well, why are you here? Well, why are you here? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she tells him that she's just waiting for him to, to wake up. And um, Alex... He sits. Yeah. He doesn't just pop his head in and lower it. He sits down. And yeah. I and I make it I made a note later on in here, but it was kinda like, why didn't we see this? I, I don't remember seeing this sort of close friendship that they have coming. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and here it is. Like here's this, this is like one of the They origins. have a special connection from the very beginning. It's not just, oh, all these other 
actors decided to leave the show and now it's the only two of them left. Right, so right, they must right. they have to be best friends. <laughs> it's like no, they had something. Well even was she was very... when she was really drunk, she's like, You lost your mojo. Like Yeah, they were meant to be besties. Yeah, <laughs> it's cute. They they get each other on a different level that no one else really And Alex is like them. okay. You share a thing, I share a thing. Yeah. Like, that's how he knows how to do the sharing. And he knows that it is safe for him to share that with her. Yeah. She's not going to be like, guess fucking what? Like, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, um, and Meredith gives. Um, yeah. She <sighs> tells him that she feels so miserable that she just can't be around normal people is how she says. Because it feels like she's just going to infect the happy people. Oh, my God. Like, she feels like a miserable, diseased, dirty ex-mistress. And, oh, it's just like, oh, honey. The thought of, like, my sadness will infect other people so I have to quarantine is so sad. Like, it's so sad. You are fucking depressed. <laughs> you need some fluoxetine. Like, <laughs> you need a therapist. You need, like, oh, honey. You like, need something that is a to change way. in your life. Yeah. <laughs> And maybe um, don't be by yourself for yeah. a while, which she is sharing with Alex, but also, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, um, Alex shares that he failed his boards, yeah, and he doesn't feel like he can tell Izzy because then she'll be nice and supportive, and she might as well just rip off my nads and wear them as earrings at that point, which we didn't need that. No, that was a <laughs> lot, but he's. Izzy's support would feel emasculating to him. Yes. Is the bottom line. Like, or at least that's how he, he phrases it. And I, I feel like it's almost more than that. Like, mm-hmm. he just can't handle that kind of support. Like, he wouldn't. That when he's feeling sympathy, down on himself. Yeah. He doesn't want that. But you think about, like, you know, he was in um, wrestling. So, mm-hmm. like, in athletics, like, you don't have a coach usually who's going to be like, it's okay, you'll get him next time. And they're like, Fuck the fuck up. Get it going. You know what I mean? Like, he maybe needs more of that energy. Like. Right. And he knows. Or he just needs someone to accept him and not try to. Fix it. Fix it. Yeah. Oh, that's so hard. Like, that's not what he wants. No. Which is why he shared with Meredith. Yes. Because she's not going to say. She's just going to be like, oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, she tells him to go to Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, Like, don't tell her if you don't want to, but just go. You should go. She needs you there. Otherwise, you'll be just like me. <laughs> yeah. And he kind of makes a joke like, oh, like a diseased, dirty ex-mistress. Great. And they Great. they both laugh and chuckle. and Which is the Dirty Mistress Club. Um, we've talked about that before, that there yeah. was kind of a couple versions of that before they really hit the nail on the head. Yes, before a certain someone <laughs> saunters in. I'm so excited. Oh, I'm for so excited. If, is it this season? I feel like it's this season, isn't it? Or I next season? Know. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, um, so Alex leaves and uh, Meredith gets up to leave. Yeah, she gets up like she's gonna go to. Well, he like pats her on the head too as he leaves, which yeah. is so. Cute. It just it's this lovely, very platonic yes relationship that they have, and it's so pure. Yeah. <laughs> These and two broken, sad people. I think he knows not to, like, do the sexual jokes with her like he does with Yang. Like, that's yeah. just, it just doesn't involve that. Um, no. He doesn't need to. Yeah. They, they get each other. barrier. Yeah. Yeah, she gets up. Gets up to leave and Holden says, hello? Is anybody there? Is somebody there? 
Yeah, kind of a scared, like, lost-sounding voice. <gasps> um, and Meredith ru- walks over and she's like, yes, I'm here, I'm here. She grabs his hand, she looks into his eyes. Yeah. She's like, yes, I'm here, I'm here with you. I am here, like, there is somebody here. Somebody's here. He doesn't know where the fuck he is, he doesn't know when the fuck he is. Right, yeah. He's... Um, maximally conscious yes (laughs) he's woken up yeah Uh, amphetamines work yeah Derek is back in the room now and there's a couple nurses kind of helping Holden and he's telling him how um it's going to take a while for his limbs to to sort of function because they've just been sitting dormant for so long muscles have deteriorated joint pain is to be expected Yeah. yeah but but his communication is so remarkable, like, the way yes. that he's, how conscious he is. To be able how... to form words and coherent thoughts with those words is, like, Derek is super surprised. Like, yeah. And um, Holden's asking about his wife. Mm-hmm. Derek has on a white lab coat over that gorgeous Henley. I know, yeah. It's he... a great look. Yeah. <laughs> he, put, he put the coat on before, like, the family came in. Scans. Yeah. Yeah. When when they brought Holden's family in that first time, yeah, and it was like, oh, he had to be he had to profess it up a little bit. But... <laughs> he can't just be like Henley Thanksgiving guy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Although, let's listen to that guy because he seems like he knows what he's talking about. I would listen to him. Um, <laughs> so Holden is kind of asking about his wife. He's asking yeah, how long he's you, been out. Have you talked to her yet? And everybody's kind of hesitating, and he catches on to that. He's like, oh, okay, like um, holy shit. And he asks Meredith, like, no, let her be the one to tell me. And Derek tells everybody else to leave. Mm-hmm. Holden guesses, like, oh, my God, has it been a whole year? Like, that's his guess. And he's, like, horrified at that possibility. <sighs> and, yep, he 16. wants oh, Meredith so to sad. tell him. And Holden... she's the one who found him. She's the oh. That's what he says, isn't it? Like, oh. She'll do it quickly. She'll rip off the Band-Aid. And Derek kind of looks at him with that sad, like, Derek knowing look. And it's like, oh, yeah, no, no anesthesia. No anesthesia. Because that was the little thing that him and Addison were saying. Like, just rip the... Just fucking do it. Rip the stitches out. Rip the bandage off. And so Derek goes outside, right outside the door. So and he's right kind of sitting there. And Holden tells uh, Meredith that he wants the truth. Truth yep. time. Truth time. And then we don't hear it because we now we see from Derek's point of view, like right outside the door, but you see Holden Ooh. break down and cry after Meredith yeah. told him. He reacts. How long it's been. Um, in tears and, and yeah. Yeah, and you see sad Derek <laughs> standing like Derek stand is very like, troubled. Oh. It's a hard like obviously you want to tell him the truth, he wants the truth, and there's no easy way to tell that news. No. Uh, yeah. Oh, so. yeah. Well, so back in the kitchen, Burke is... Thanksgiving prep. ...supervising Izzy at this point. Rather than him sort of taking over, he's taken over the mentoring role. He's as he would and... As he would in the... <laughs> in the hospital. Everyone else is spectating and betting. By everyone else, yeah, I mean Joe, Joe and Walter, Walter are and making Christina. wagers, and Christina's just over it she she's so uncomfortable with this whole thing um she gets pissed she leaves and burke starts to run after her yeah and christina says oh i'm gonna go get some liquor at the store yeah yeah and christina is just mad that burke is making friends yeah she doesn't like how familiar he's seeming with her 
friends. Like, you told yeah. me to be nice. Like, <laughs> I'm doing the thing you asked. Yeah. And then, yeah, she bails and she's like, I promise, I'll come back. Mm-hmm. Which, had she not said that, I might have believed her more. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. to really like, emphasize give me the keys. That. I, I'm going to go get liquor. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. I'll, um, I'll come back, I promise. I'll come back. Yeah. Uh huh. Sure. And so then, then Burke goes back in the kitchen. <laughs> he returns to surgery. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, then we're out in the turkey killing fields. Yes, the fields, the woods. There's more car talk. <laughs> um, they're still talking about cars. And then George sees a turkey. Oh yes! my god, yes. Oh, finally. And he's like, I am shooting this turkey. Jerry is like lining up to aim and he's like no like like, let me shoot it dad won't let us leave until i shoot a turkey so i'm shooting this turkey (laughs) and then george got it he gets it yeah they they thought he was gonna chicken out yeah and not shoot it but he he does he got it he really wants to go home he's like (laughs) thank god we can go that much i will kill this bird to go home yes because he knows he's not getting out of there any other way Yeah. yeah uh meredith is Helping Holden into the MRI. Mm-hmm. Um, he's asking her things because it's like, because he else just, can I trust and he just rely woke up. on? Yeah. Um, what's my son like? And she says, well, I didn't really get a lot of time with him, but he seems really nice and tall like you. He has your eyes. He has your eyes. Which I'm pretty sure the son has brown eyes. I think he does. And Holden yeah. has blue eyes. But yeah. maybe she meant the essence. Yeah, like around the eye the eye shape yeah yeah um <laughs> and she he's like why are we doing you know this and that and what what does the mri do again and he just he seems kind of scared and unsure but not like not panicked no. but just like you would be if you woke up 16 years later like just like, kind of shit. out of out of sorts and meredith tells him you're one for the books you know which is yeah, and true. It's true. Yeah, apparently he's <laughs> that does very not unique. <laughs> um, and then we see Meredith looking at the scans coming yeah. up, and she says, "Damn it!" Yeah, because she walks in, and Derek is asking how he's doing, and yeah, something shows up on the scan. You can really see it's like big. in the in the picture, and then we flash to Derek telling Holden about it, and it's an epidural hematoma. Yep. So he bonked his head real hard. And Holden is sitting in a wheelchair while they're speaking with him out kind of in a hallway, like maybe the overpass kind of a, it's a big open area. Yeah. And um, yeah, when they were moving him and he fell, he hit his head really, really hard and he's bleeding in the brain and Mm -hmm. um, Derek Derek, is not sure he can fix it. Yeah. He can operate, but there's a big risk, but also there's a huge risk if he doesn't operate. So it's kind of equal. Yeah. Yeah. It's an equal risk. He just needs to make his decision. And Holden asks Meredith what she would do. And she yeah. she's like, I, you, you I gotta can't make answer this. this for you. Yeah, you gotta make this decision yourself. Which is, just, I can't answer this for you. Yeah. It's like, you have to decide, you know? Um, it's really good. Mm-hmm. And then we back in the kitchen. Um, yes, Izzy and Burke in the kitchen. And he's telling, or she's asking how he knew knows so much about cooking. Yeah. And he's like, well, my mom owns a restaurant in New Orleans. Alabama. Alabama. Um, And we get a, seriously? Seriously. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Bert goes, seriously. (laughs) Which is nice. Um, Apparently Christina doesn't know this. Nope. 
because uh, Christina doesn't ask a lot of personal questions, and she's really hard to get to know. <laughs> she's hard to get to know. You think about, like, how little we know about her, too? Yeah. Like, not very much. No, not a lot of personal information. We know she likes surgery. We have found out that she has a mother and a Jewish stepfather. And then she grew up in L.A. reading... Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills, reading Chinese menus from there. Right. And she's Korean. She's Korean. Um, and she was, to, like, top of her class <laughs> at some Stanford. places. Yeah. And she doesn't ever want to be seen so, as getting stuff she's not earned. Yeah. Most of what we know has to do with her sort of scholarly <laughs> pursuits, her her behavior in those situations. And um, then um, it's kind of, they're kind of talking about Alex and... Um, he says, oh, Krav didn't show. Is that okay? And Izzy says, no, it's not. They they have this really sweet bonding moment, Izzy and Burke. Yeah. Like, that's a nice little... Back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Joe comes in and is holding a wine glass and says, oh, you know, you don't have any liquor? <laughs> and Burke is like, oh, yeah, Christina left to go get some. And then Izzy comes in with the, yeah, over an hour ago. Where is Uh-oh. she? <laughs> it's been an hour, Christina. So, where is she? That's, hmm. listen, she, <laughs> if we think about where she might be. I wonder where she is. <laughs> and then we hear a voice calling a patient in the emergency room. room. I don't know. Yeah. Like the trauma center. And it's a guy who swallowed something or has something stuck in his throat. <laughs> like a wishbone or something. And it's Christina. And she, she's super excited. She's doing work in the pit because... She, that's what she knows how to do. Yeah. That's where she feels comfortable. And as we know, there were a lot of people waiting for for sutures. Yeah. <laughs> but this dude swallowed a whole fucking wishbone. Oh, man. And she's stoked because maybe that means surgery. Yeah. Maybe you ruptured and your she's, esophagus. Yeah. She's, <laughs> he's like, what? She's telling him that. Like, oh, yeah. That would mean surgery. <laughs> he's like, oh, like this man, is exciting. So then uh, George is loading up as fast as he can into the truck. Yes, he's packing up like, we're going to go. And his dad walks up like, oh, we got to blood you. He says, hold on, Georgie. We got to blood you. You're like, oh, God. No, no. No, 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 no. And that's how George reacts also like, oh, "Oh, no. No. Oh, shit. And so the dad takes some of the fresh turkey blood and rubs it on George's face. Wipes it on his face like little marks under his eyes, you know, like warrior yeah. War paint. Of Which is not blood. for them to do. This is not a thing. That's cultural appropriation. <laughs> cultural appropriation. Honestly, <laughs> fuck you. Like, oh, I'm sorry. Have you ever been to war? Like, you don't get to fucking do that. Also, ew. Also, ew. And, and no, he obviously does not want this. And no, he, yeah. Please so, don't rub blood on another person's face. So, Dad forgot his hat, so he's gonna go back and the. They're, like, sitting on the coolers, and George is like, get up. Like, we got to get these coolers in the truck. Like, let's go. Yeah. The brothers are yelling, O'Malley. And they go like they're going to shoot their guns into the air and to, like, like, a celebration. A 21-gun salute. And George they don't. That's not a good idea. (laughs) Yeah. They don't point their guns up high enough. Not even a little bit high Not enough. even a little bit. And someone's gun goes off, and you hear George's dad off screen (gasps) yell. And George just looks back at his brothers like... You shot dad in the ass. <laughs> Are you happy now? Oh my god. They're so drunk also. They've just been like, you didn't ever see them drinking beer? No, but, but he mentioned it. 
And they were sitting on coolers. It's like, okay, that's clearly not for the turkey because the and dad just was holding it. Like kind of dumb, too. Yeah. They <laughs> fucking shot dad in the ass. Yeah. So then we're back at the hospital and the brothers are, like, fucking around with the light and, like, They're whatever. in, like, a trauma room and George is coming in. Like, he got his scrubs on. He's got his gloves. Clean the fucking blood off yeah, his face. Yeah, the brothers are goofing off. Dad's on the table, ass up. And George says that he's going to... Like, give him something for the pain. To and numb the area. And, and his dad's, dad's like, like, oh, no, I don't need it. It doesn't hurt that bad. It's fine. And George's like, well, when I start getting the shot out of your butt, like, that's... The bird shot. Yeah. yeah. Which I think sprays because... Yes. Yeah, it's like lots of little pieces. <sighs> and then the brothers jump into talking about cars again while George starts working on his dad's ass. <laughs> and then George gets super fed up. And he recites the whole car debate start to Yeah, finish. he just goes off on them. Because apparently they start with basically the same thing. And they go back and forth and yep. they do the same And then we spiel. talk about foreign versus domestic. And then we this. Like, he knows it by heart. So maybe I'll just jump to the T-bird right away. And, and then we'll fucking be done with it. And he yeah. goes, and my name is George. And then, like, leaves <laughs> the trauma room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is fine. Listen, excuse yourself if you're, like, having a minute. Like, Yeah. Probably better than just standing there yelling. But also, Dad is, like, ass in the breeze. <laughs> like. <laughs> okay, he, he already gave him something for the pain. Yeah. So. <laughs> so Derek comes up to Meredith. Um, they see that he kind of looks into Holden's room. They're outside. Mm-hmm. And his son is in there with him. Yeah. And he's like, oh, the kid came back. But Meredith, who's been watching a little bit longer, says, no, he didn't. Um, the son comes out and he's he looks at them and says, oh, he says we have the same eyes, but I just don't see it. Yeah, the son is like not clicking, not connecting. He's not connecting and he walks away. Um, and Meredith kind of pokes her head in to check on Holden, who looks sad. Holden's he's kind of like, rubbing his face. Oh, you know, he said he couldn't stay because of the holiday. And Meredith says, good. Like, kind of just takes him for his word. Yeah, because Kobe said he would come back again soon. Yeah. Um, And he's like, oh, he says that his mom is happy and that Hal is really good for her. They've moved on and I should too. Yeah, he's decided to have the surgery because he's (sighs) gonna, he's just gonna move on. Like, like they've moved on. I guess I have to. (laughs) Yeah. And Meredith really sees herself in this of like, Okay, like... I kind of a resigned, like, I'm not going to fight it because there's nothing I can do, sort of. Right. I should going to keep just, going. Right. Well, except hers isn't optimistic or hopeful. Well, no, and Holden's... <laughs> Holden's really isn't, either. isn't either. He's like, well, I'll just do this thing that might kill me. Like, Yeah. Although not doing it would also kill him. So, or could also kill him. Right. That was the thing. Right, yeah, it's an equal <laughs> risk either way. But at least with the surgery, maybe he can... There's a hope. There's a chance. At least he'll move on sooner. <laughs> so then we see um, back in the kitchen, turkey's in the oven, Joe and Walter are setting the table, but we find out that they are hours away from the bird being done. Yeah, yeah. Just Bird's a disaster. like, oh, it needs a few more hours. And he says it, like, really... Chill? Yeah. But, like, they're setting the table, like, and... And they arrived, like, a long time before that. Where they, I, I guess Izzy just wanted everyone to be early to help out. Yeah. I know? think she had a dream of, like, everybody cooking together in the kitchen. Yeah. But obviously, Christina and Brooke didn't show up at 9 a.m. No. Like, 
but still, if you wanted the bird to be ready at six, but also she didn't know what she was doing, so like maybe she no, didn't she get had it no in idea. time. Well, and Burke says like, why did you make Thanksgiving if you can't cook? Mm-hmm. Like, why did you decide to do it? And she says, as he goes, oh, I just like Thanksgiving. Um, yeah, and she's she's gonna leave it at that, but Burke kind of looks at her a little longer, like, really? That's it. <laughs> And she calls him Burke, and he's Preston. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. Um, Yeah, and she talks about how they work so much, and they don't have any time for their families or their friends, and they just have this one day to be like everybody else, to be normal. Yeah. And it's like a gift, a day without surgery. Where nobody lives and nobody dies on our watch. Yeah. Um, And she kind of walks out. And with, I don't know, some little serving plates or something. Yeah. And um, Burke's like, huh, day without surgery. I don't know if that's my I don't dream. know if I like that. Yeah. He, he didn't start the day with cutting. Like, right. that was kind of his whole thing. Yeah. He was like, yeah, I can go through Thanksgiving now because I've already done my surgery. Because, right, yeah, I got my fix and, yeah, <laughs> that's kind of funny. Um, so then yeah. we have Bailey and Christina in surgery. Yes, they're in the, the whole last wish. <laughs> uh, Christina asks Bailey, oh, why are you working on Thanksgiving? Because Bailey seems like someone who probably... Yeah. I mean, she has family. Well, like, but she why, at least has Why would she want to be home on Thanksgiving? Um, and Bailey says, oh, I need to get, like, to get the extra practice in and the work and... The extra shifts. Yeah. Before the baby comes, which and, is and something... I have to take time off. Christina did not know about. Nope. Until just this moment, as you can see in her shocked eyes. Uh, <laughs> and Bailey's husband isn't a surgeon, so he doesn't really get it. He doesn't really get it. And she kind of... Says to Christina, you, so you and Dr. Burke, huh? And well, she's talking about the baby. Oh. And then Christina mm. goes, oh. <laughs> Which is pretty much all she can say. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, you and Dr. Burke? And Christina goes, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but then Bailey says something, which I think is really interesting, the way she Whoa. says it, too. Yeah. Very telling, like very. She yeah. knows about Christina. She says, "Oh, he would have made a good father." About Burke. Yeah. It's like, oh, we got some like baby drama, Ooh. relationship tension. Because Bailey knows. Bailey fucking knows. She Christina doesn't want a kid, and Christina had that. She has the fucking ambition, like Bailey. Yeah. Like, Christina had the abortion. Yeah. I mean, she had the... It was spontaneous, but... Yes. She also yes. was planning on it. She was one. planning on it, yeah. yeah. It's a it's a moment with teacher and student and just two grown-up people. Yeah. Like, it shows you... Well, it shows Christina that Bailey does pay attention and Bailey yep. knows who she is. Like, yeah. she gets where Christina's coming from. Yeah. Um, and she also gets where Burke is coming from. And we know about Bailey that she's like, we fucking tried for seven years and now I get pregnant. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, clearly Bailey wanted a kid and had kind of given up hope Mm -hmm. and then got pregnant. So, like, it wasn't ideal timing for her and, yeah. Yep. So, Meredith is watching Holden. He's getting prepped for surgery um Derek walks in also and asks if she's are you coming in like um but she has to cover the floor because there's just not enough interns to help out yep 
And Meredith asked Derek uh, what he would do in Holden's place. What would you have done? And he's like, oh, you would have had the surgery, wouldn't you, to Meredith? And she's like, yeah. Yeah, he doesn't answer right away. He just guesses what her answer would be. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I would have. Because she, she would either want to be fixed and be done with it or to be able to go back to sleep or something is how Die she in says peace, it. Basically. Yeah. yeah. Like she'd want to have the answer right away. Some clarity. Just some do it. Definite, some definite like ending. And yeah. Derek, Derek says, um, oh, I, I honestly that. don't know what I would, what I would want. And she, <laughs> she's like, I know you don't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, she's not wrong. <laughs> she's not wrong. And he knows it. And he's kind of like, okay, well, you can scrub in later. Yeah. Like, if you if you get the chance, you can scrub in later. Yep, we'll be at this a while. It's going to be. patient kind of along yeah. the way. So. It's going to be a while. Yeah. It's going to take a long time. Because he said it was going to be a really tricky surgery. Yes. Um. So then George and his dad are in the, uh, like, that same trauma room. Yep. George comes back in and his brothers are gone. Where Where are they? Uh-oh. He's <laughs> like, holy shit. Like, Where'd they go? He kind of, like, looks a little bit, like, under the table or something. They went to like the cafeteria. Yeah. The yeah. nurse told them the cafeteria was open. He's like, oh, okay. And then. Good. George and dad kind of have a moment, and his dad's like, oh, I guess you didn't have fun today. And he didn't. So. No, no, I didn't. Um, and George, or his dad says, you hurt your brother's feelings, which yeah. is kind of like, okay. Which is. <laughs> I don't totally, I'm not totally on dad's side with this one. So the thing I see with dad is that he's trying to. Make everybody happy. Yeah. But he's trying to help George understand where his brothers are coming from. Yes. And so he's like, you know, maybe he would talk differently if he was on the brother, like having the conversation with them. With the brothers, yeah. So George says, you know, they've never treated me like I'm one of them. They they talk to me like I'm stupid. They call me Georgie. And (laughs) Dad's like, you're not one of us. Like, Like, no, he... The one brother works in dry cleaning, and the other one works in the post office. Like, you're a surgeon. I drive a truck. <laughs> yeah. And Dad sees it, like, as George kind of rubbing it in their face and when he doesn't jump in with their discussions. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they try to include you, but um, you treat us like we're stupid. Is kind of the Dad's yeah. argument back. Um. <laughs> And so I, I get what he's saying is like, you know, George is like, well, fuck you guys, I guess, because you don't like me. But they're like, no, you don't like us. Like, yeah, they probably do feel inferior. And so if George could give a little every mm-hmm. once in a while, pick mm-hmm. a car, give give an inch, Georgie. Pick every once car. in a while, pick a car. Yeah, yeah. like <laughs> if you would maybe give a little, then maybe they would be like, oh, OK, we connect with you a little bit. Like, yeah. And it's harder because there's two of them. Right. And there's and only... he's the youngest. He's yeah. the baby. He's Georgie. He's Georgie! He's, he's been feeling these feelings for a long time. Holy long before shit. the medical... Oh, yeah. It's way older than them picking professions. Right. But I, I think, yeah, the dad is trying to help George see what the brothers are yes. getting at. Um, yeah. Which, good on him. Yeah. But I feel like... I don't know. I feel like he goes almost too far with it. Like, oh, you're making them feel bad... When it's like, 
No, they were definitely more of the agitators. Oh, yeah, they're mocking. <laughs> but I think George sees himself as, like, the victim, totally blameless. True. And Dad's and, like, yeah. it's not really like that. No, no. I know no. what you mean, though, that maybe he he went too far in one direction. Yeah. And then George um, takes that opportunity to share about his elevator save. Yeah. And his dad's so proud of him. He's, like, genuinely proud like, of him. Oh, and that's, that's the thing, too, really is, like... something. His yeah. dad loves him. And so... He's so he proud of him. He wants his boys to get along. Right. And so that's why he's pushing like that. But yeah. it's not like the dad... I think the dad can see, like, you know what? <laughs> like, I'm not a fucking surgeon. I can't right. do that. Like, I can't connect with you on this. I can't talk the those things. things. you want to talk. Yeah. yeah. So it's nice. He gets to share with his dad about something yeah. he's proud of. Because sweet. when he shared about his other things, everybody kind of... Sh- well, the brothers kind of shit on yeah. him. Yeah. So... Um, Meredith is in the locker, or no. She's scrubbing in. She's scrubbing in. Um, and you just see her, she just drops the soap, like, mid-scrubbing. And she looks absolutely <sighs> heartbroken because she's looking in there and Holden has died. He They he, lost he's him. He's crashed. They lost him. Derek looks up at her. And um, shakes his head. Yeah, it's just this really brief, but really... Just tragic moment because she yeah. was feeling so connected. Yeah. A- again, that like this is me. <laughs> yeah. And they're so tired. Derek and Meredith are. You can see it on their faces. They're exhausted, but they have to tell the son who's still there. Yeah. They both walk out together. The son is. The son isn't. The son was waiting. He like, looks kind of hopeful. Like Kobe was waiting. He. He came back. He yeah. decided to stay. Um. And Derek tells Meredith, I'll take care of this. Which is so nice. That's so nice. Like, holy shit. She <laughs> was not going to be able to hold it together. Like, No, yeah. she could not handle that. Um, yeah, that's yeah. a hard one. Oof. So then in the locker room. Now she's in the locker room. Started everyone getting ready. is wondering what everyone else is doing there. Meredith, uh, George, Christina yeah, are Christina's all there. there. <laughs> oh, and no. Meredith's like, what are you doing here? George walks in, sees them. Oh, like, shit. Oh no, this is beyond bad. He sets and walks out. Like, because no one is with Izzy. No one <laughs> went to Izzy. Um, and we see Izzy at the dining table, oh. sitting there alone, like waiting. Um, Joe and Walter have to leave. They gotta get Joe's gotta get back to the bar. He it's kisses one of her the, on the forehead. It's that's really real nice. sweet. Um, it's one of the busiest days at of the year at the bar because everyone's just had enough of their families and they need, <laughs> they need some uh, alcohol. I have been to a bar on Christmas Eve and mm-hmm. it was so like holly jolly in there. It was like <laughs> honestly kind of fun. Yeah. But it also was like there's an overtone of sadness of everybody's just like either I'm alone or, like, I hate my family or my family doesn't get me. You know, like, everybody brings their own baggage. I mean, always in life, that's true, but sure. there's something about it, like, About the holidays kind of, yeah, amplifying yeah. that. Yeah, for sure. Um, So Joe has to leave with Walter. He says, I'm there porting the storm, <laughs> which is really cute. <laughs> Super cute. Yeah. Um, uh... And Izzy tells Burke he can leave. Yes, if he he's wants. on the other end of the table, like the far <laughs> end. They're both sitting on opposite ends. Like we made this dinner. We are the mom and dad. Yeah, <laughs> here we are. 
And he tells her he's not going to leave until the hostess leaves or something. Very proper. Yes. He knows how to do things. And um, then everybody walks in all <laughs> guilty and sad. Well, yeah, George, George like rushes in first. Yeah. And Christina also comes in and sits down while George is talking to Izzy. And he like leans over and he says, I had to murder a bird today and I had to touch my dad's ass. So I get extra points for showing up at all. <laughs> Forced to commit bird murder. <laughs> Forced to touch my dad's ass. <laughs> Fair. You know? It's true. It's uh and Christina sits down at the corner kind of by Burke and goes, I brought booze. <laughs> she holds up her booze like, I, I, I did it. I did See, the thing I said I, I was going to do. And um, the clock is ticking quietly in the background. And Izzy kind of stands up and has her hands on the table like she's about to say something. Like she's going to let it rip. And then she says, she takes a deep breath and mm-hmm. says, let's just eat. <laughs> let's just eat. And sits back down. Yep. So yeah. it ends up uh, just being the four of them. Yeah, which yeah. is fine. The table's set for what six or eight. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um. So then we see a rainy bench outside the hospital. Meredith and Derek are sitting on there, and he kind of stands up, like they'd both been just sitting there miserably. <laughs> um. He says, "How did you know that was Holden's wife?" Um, and she says waiting rooms are full of people hoping for good news, but she was the only one who looked like she had completely given up. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> this girl is so fucking depressed. She's so depressed. She's like very empathetic and is able to recognize yeah, and pain in others, which is great. Um some help. <laughs> she needs some help for herself. Uh and Derek starts to walk away and Meredith asks do you love her? And he sits back down. Yeah, he sits back down and says, I don't know. Which feels almost like this is the first time that he's being really honest. For real. With her about the situation. Yeah. Well, because he's not supposed to fucking talk to Meredith. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, if you work with them, that's... Yeah, but you don't have to have conversations. (laughs) True. And he could have left at that initial... Mm -hmm. But yes. Um... (laughs) Um, and she says, it's good that you're trying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This. Oh, this scene is rough. Oh, it's, it's so sweet. Like she, um. It's, you know, it's in your personality. Like you wouldn't be you. If you you wouldn't trying. be you if you weren't trying to make it work. And it means I wasn't wrong about you. She said, like, you are a good person. Yeah. She for can't doing hate this. him. Like. And, and then she's fucking like has tears in her eyes. It's so sad. And she says goodbye, Derek. And she gets up to walk away and he says goodbye, Meredith. And it just feels really final in that moment. Super final. Like they they both mean it to be final. We'll see in the future if that works out for them. You know. Yeah, but um, it's it you know, they really they could have ended it there. Yeah. That for their relationship, that yeah. really would have been like a nice end cap. You could have written it that way. But they had 15 okay. fucking seasons. <laughs> so. Um, We've got some more things that happen. Yeah. Um, and so the voiceover is talking about. Uh, and I didn't really notice the voiceover a lot in this episode. I didn't either. I didn't pick up on it. But here in this moment I did. Because she says, maybe we aren't supposed to be happy. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> maybe gratitude has nothing to do with joy. And then it's Meredith looking in her own window at everybody else in it's there. This 
big busy family inside. Yeah, and... everybody's happy and talking. And then Alex comes up behind her and says, hey, uh, are you going in? They're both like outside like, oh, I'm not sure if I'm ready. Yeah. Like, yeah. And she says, no, but you go ahead. And he asks if she's sure. It'll make Izzy really happy if you are there. Yeah. Go make her happy. And he goes in and Izzy is happy. Yeah. (laughs) She, she like takes a moment and then hugs him around the neck and like gives him a kiss on the cheek. Because it wasn't a total disaster. Like people did come home and she was having, feeling the the family thing. And she had that nice moment with Burke. Totally. You know, like that turned it around. If if that hadn't happened, if she'd just been alone. Oh fuck. She'd have been so <laughs> she mad. She would not have been in a good good enough mood to yeah, deal with for all real. That. Um and then we're back at the OR board. The chief is still looking at it. <laughs> Bailey comes up and yells at him, like, go home. <laughs> go home. Um, she calls him a surgical junkie. He's mm-hmm. already in trouble. Um, mm-hmm. He's like, you know, Adele's already oh, mad. Oh, she's already going to be mad at me. So what's, it's a little while longer. Like, oh, there's going to be a whipple in that OR. So, so I, I want to go see that. And Bailey says, go home right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's yelling at him while she's walking towards the elevator. The elevator door is open. Dr. Kent comes off and doesn't really acknowledge her at all. And then um, the chief yells after her, like, oh, like, this kind of treatment is why they call you the Nazi. And she gets in the elevator. And Kent whips around, like, what? He's shocked. And Bailey just very vindictively says, Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. And then the elevator door fucking closes yes. on his stupid fucking face. <laughs> And we never see him again. It's awesome. It's it's so good. It's she got her so fucking good. perfect Thanksgiving. What? Bailey had a great day. She had a great <laughs> really day. Did. What if he like looked back at that and was like, wow, that was very wrong of me to assume that that person was a man and to not have any faith in this woman and her ability to do the job. Yeah, and I will never that do I, that again. Yeah. Wouldn't maybe, that be wonderful? Maybe he went on to become a wonderful teacher and surgeon at Mercy West, and we just never knew. Who never was a misogynist again. Yeah. That'd be so wonderful. Oh, that'd be beautiful. Instead of being like, that bitch fucking lied to me. Like, <laughs> just, it doesn't know. look like that on his face. Like, it doesn't no. look like he's mad. He no, just no, looks no. really shocked. I like, think he, he's like, oh, fuck. Like, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, why aren't you mad at me? Because then of. you have to, like, re- you know, if you're that guy, you have to replay, like, all the times that... She said something about the Nazi, and all the times you said something, and like, tell him I'm looking for him. How much of an ass was <laughs> I? And like, oh, she said she had special orders from the Nazi to be here. Yeah, and like, yeah, it's, it's yes. Great. Um, so Burke and Christine are getting into their car after Thanksgiving, um, and he says, "I was nice. I had a good night." And Christina says, "Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> yeah, I can tell." And he then remarks. You don't ask a lot of personal questions, and you are hard to get to know. <laughs> True. True. <laughs> Just like a statement. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then Burke chooses to share about his mother. Yes, his mother owning the restaurant. And then she chooses to share about the surgery. <laughs> yeah. She removed the wishbone from the guy. And then he just kind of laughs and takes it. And Like, yeah, this is how we do things. Yep. I think he would like to share more personal things, but he knows that's who Christina is. Yeah. Well, and he wants her to ask about personal things, and that's not going to happen. Yeah. She's not going to think like, oh, tell me about your family and your background. How do you know how to cook? 
Like, yes. I'm interested in that facet she's, of your life. She's not going to ask that. She's not going to even think of that. She's just like, I need booze. This is too stressful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so then Derek is driving in like a crazy Hummer Jeep. It's yeah, like a, it's like a old Jeep. ATV Jeep. You kind of need a car like that to get out to wherever the fuck he lives. It's definitely like, <laughs> it has like the tiny little windows, like not really a real windshield. Like it is like. A like Hummer. a Jeep Jeep. Yeah. yeah. And, well, it's not that wide, but you know like what I mean. Like, gonna be Chase by a T-Rex son. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he pulls up to his trailer and Addison is sitting there on the deck. Like, oh. she just looks kind of sad. Like, she's been waiting. It's fucking dark. It's been all goddamn day. Like, it's, it's raining, but she is not wet, so she has been waiting on there since before it was raining. Yeah. And <laughs> um, and she says, oh, you didn't show. I waited. He gets out of the Jeep and is standing there, like, all wet and rainy, like a romance movie. Mm. What am I fucking talking about? Am I, like, an alien? A romance <laughs> movie. <laughs> Like a romance novel cover or like a, like a, like the fucking romantic comedy. Notebook. Yeah. Like, except yeah. they're both wet. But anyway. A chick flick. <laughs> a a romance t- movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a bad AI bot. You made read a Romance movie. Uh, a movie of romance. Um, so um, uh, he sits yeah. down next to her and Addison wants to know, um, are you done hurting are you me done back? done hurting me back? It's so sad. Which, like, well, honestly... Well, and the way she says it, though, she's like, are you done? And I think, like, the first thing you think of is, oh, are you done with, with this. this relationship? Yeah. No, it's, are you done hurting me back? Yeah, it definitely seems like she's asking, like, do you want to do this relationship? And, and no, this is a different conversation. It's yeah. so interesting. Um, And he sits down next to her, and then... No anesthesia in sight. There's no anesthesia in sight. <laughs> and then it's <laughs> here we go. And then they start kissing. They kiss. They gonna fuck. So they gonna rip <laughs> off the bandage. Rip out those stitches, which is kind of not the. I like the rip off the bandage a little bit better in I this do connotation. Too. But she did say stitches in that first earlier early scene, which just Guys. makes it makes you think. When you combine the two aspects yeah. of the stitches and the sex, it makes you think of like a neutering situation or something. A like episiotomy, stitches. kind of a oh boy, yeah, oh boy, you know. And also, uh, you guys, you're doctors. You know, you don't fucking rip out stitches. <laughs> like, <laughs> don't rip out. <laughs> Be gentle. Ooh, like later when Abigail Breslin pulls out her own staples. Remember that. The little girl who can't feel oh, the yes. pain. Oh, yes. Yeah, where she can't feel the pain. And she, like, tears them yeah, out with, with her, her teeth. teeth. Okay, that's later. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, they go fuck. Um, yeah. Uh, and then Meredith is at the bar with Joe. She's at the bar because where else would she be? Because she, she's fucking sad. She needs a port, a port of call in the storm yeah. or whatever. A what port did you say? In the storm. A port in the storm. And someone asks, uh, oh, is the seat taken? Yeah, some... Uh, Another nondescript white dude um, with slightly longer hair asks <laughs> if the if the seat right next to her is taken at the bar, and she kind of looks him up and down like, "You look adequate." Um, <laughs> She's kind of Joe's like watching it happen. <laughs> you don't work at the hospital. You're not a doctor or anything like that. Like she's <laughs> just like, checking to make sure he's not her her new boss, <laughs> which is smart. <laughs> You're he's not like, married. No, like. 
And Joe kind of approves. <laughs> and Meredith says, do you want to buy me a drink? Yeah, she lets him sit and buy her a drink. And he does want to buy her a drink. It's nice. She's definitely in pain, but, like, it moving d- It on. is nice, but I know what, like, the next I know too. run of her life is. <laughs> And it could have it could have been like, oh, here's this new love interest for her, a new boyfriend. Like maybe she has this <laughs> this little rebound that'll make her feel better. That's not what happens. That's not what happens. Um, it's so, it's, oh, it's so uncomfortable. Teaser. Priapism. Is that how you say it? I don't remember. Um, is that what it's called? Pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's gonna be great. Oh, so that is the end of our. Thanks for the memory. Well, and then... Oh, sorry, sorry. Is there more? Well, there's just a little bit of, oh, like, yeah. a, the voiceover oh, yeah, that yeah, I caught me, at me. the end, which she says, at the end of the day, the fact that we have the courage to still be standing is reason enough to celebrate. Okay. <laughs> That's the end of that voiceover. All right, sad girl. Oh, it's so depressing. <laughs> it's just, like, we did not... We do not see this coming at all the first time you're watching through it. Yeah. If you are watching through this for the first time. Yeah. You're just like, listeners, oh, I guess she's sad about Derek. And then it's like, like oh, she's just sad. Like, it seems normal. You no. know, it's a normal drama. No, this is like a real. True. Depressive disorder. Yes. Like, there's something actually wrong with her. She is not okay. <laughs> she's not mentally healthy. Yeah. She needs some help. Troubling. And she's, I mean, she's like screaming out for help a lot like fairly often the things that she says it's like oh my gosh that's a fucking red flag like and no one is noticing uh no one is catching that yeah even her closest friends they have a lot of shit going on and they should know but for how much they make fun of psych yeah you know they kind of treat it like it's a joke like oh we'll steal cases and you know whatever like yeah yeah um yeah so now we're done with that. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean down to cut you end. Off. <laughs> um. So what's our verdict on the Fugu Vodka Mule? I like it. I like it too. I think it's nice. Yeah, I'm it's down not, with it. It's not super strong, but oh. you know, it's a nice little, nice little snack. Um, do you remember? Was it expensive? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, it's like twelve or thirteen bucks for, for a, four cans. For four cans. Shit, dude. Which is a lot, but it's also like a mixed drink. So if you were right having that much at a bar or something, it would be more than that. Right. Um, one time when I was at Target, I was buying White Claw because I'm, yeah, I am a white girl, and um, <laughs> I somebody behind me in line was like, "Oh, are those any good?" I'm like, "I mean, do you like Lacroix? Like they're pretty good." <laughs> and um, I'm like, "Well, do you like Lacroix?" They're like. Yeah, like, because, you know, I'm trying to get a sense for, like, do you like sparkling, like, seltzer mm-hmm. water? You know, like, it's not really, it is sugary, but. It's not super sugary, though. Right. I, I mean, I guess White Claw is a little bit more. It is. I more than know. LaCroix. Well, then, she's like, yeah. I'm like, well, yeah, like, then these are worth a try. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the lady who's running the checkout is like, LaCroix is cheaper. And I said, like, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have any alcohol in it. Yeah. Like, that's. No, that's I why. know it's cheaper. Like, I, I did that. <laughs> They're different. Yeah, it's not a, it's not they're the not same. One for one. It's not like the generic versus the name brand. But <laughs> I was like, uh-huh, and it doesn't have any alcohol. Yeah. So. There's a little bit of a difference there. Yeah. 
when I, at chances are, sometimes I'll order White Claw and I'll go, um, can I have White Girl juice? <laughs> white Girl juice? I had that. Yeah. One of them doesn't come in bulk, so they don't have one of the flavors. I don't oh. know why. I think that's interesting, though. That is interesting. They perhaps must do a... It's interesting to me. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> stupid. I mean, it's someone's job to, like, study how many of these, like, who who likes this one the most, or how many What people... should we produce en masse, and yeah. what should we just put in variety packs? And right. Should we serve a grape arita in a jumbo can? <laughs> the answer to that question is no. No, you should not. <laughs> grape arita is not a thing that should be a Fuck. thing. I did like, what did we have that, this was like two fucking years ago, we had like a peach arita. Yeah, peach and... A strawberry Yeah, those are good. Fine. Those are things those that are should be as margaritas. Regular you know? margarita flavors. Grape is not a flavor that Excuse should be... Me. It yeah, should not. No, it should not be a thing. That is called canned wine. And you Ugh. can get that. Yes. But it shouldn't be a margarita. <laughs> um, at the Mexican place near us, they have a guava. Sounds yummy. Like margarita. Sounds real good. Yeah, it does sound good. Mm. Uh, now I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. We already kind of talked about life stuff that's going on. You got anything else? Um, no. Do we have any new Netflix recommendations? I have a um, connection. So they just sure. put up, well, I just found um, one of the seasons of Great British Bake Off with mm-hmm. the new um, hosts and one of the new judges. I was like really not going to watch it, but. I love Noel Fielding, who is the, the male uh, host, who so, is hilarious. I, I love his humor. Did you know that he's old Greg? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you do? Yeah. The Mighty Boosh. Yeah. Oh, shit. I thought I was going to tell you something really cool. No, no. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) No, I know that. Because Andrew was like, yeah, that's who that is. I'm like, oh, my God, what? Like, yeah, no fielding. Um, I used to, and it's it's still on YouTube, I think. You can find it. I used to watch this. I'm not even sure how I found it, but it was like a quiz panel show Uh um, from England. Okay. Um, And he was on it for a while. Called Nevermind the Buzzcocks. And okay. it, was, it was all about music. And so they would have celebrities. Yeah. So like low level, but some higher level yeah. celebrity panelists. And they would just, they'd ask silly questions about nice. like who, who do you think did this? This person or this person? Having to do with like music. Okay. Or they would have like a lineup of people and who is the real this obscure musician yeah and they would show the audience like the music video or something nice and it was just for comedy and fun yeah. and i would watch i watched all of those that are on the the youtube yeah <laughs> <laughs> but he was one of the he was one of the continuous people who was always on there oh nice okay i just i really enjoy his sort of subtle but still kind of silly humor yeah it's like not it's like it's just kind of Low, like wacky. No. Yeah, <laughs> it is wacky, but it's like it's not over the top. It's like a yeah, like a chill wacky yeah. humor. I like that. Um, <laughs> well, this is not a Netflix wreck per se, but mm-hmm. um, we have possums in our yard right now, <laughs> and one of them has been trapped. Um, the gentleman who set the traps for us is very nice. He's from West Virginia. He's like, oh. 
my gosh, like, yeah, he put, like, wet cat food in there and, like, an apple, which they fucking eat garbage and they did not eat the apple. <laughs> that was really funny, but. Um, too healthy. It just, you It's know, too fresh. It was just, like, chilling in there. And, <laughs> but we know there's at least two. And so they are going to hang on to the one until they get the other one and then release them together. That's so cute. In the possum woods. It's so sweet. It's very nice. And I truly, I'm, like, I totally trust them friends. that they're, like, not just, like, murdering them but yeah it's really which is really nice like it's not something you would think of like oh let's wait and release them together because they they might be family hanging out together and he was like hey if it ends up being a mom with babies like call my cell phone literally 24 7 because my god if the babies get separated from the mom like predators will come and so he's like i will come pick her up like right away like make sure we get all the babies so that That's made so me feel cute. really good that he wasn't just like, ah, oh, fuck it. Yeah. Like, we'll just put knives in there. You know, oh whatever. Oh, gosh. I'm bleeding. Holy shit, Katie. I think I scratched a scab or something, maybe? Oh, my God. It's like something itched me. Something was itchy, and now I'm bleeding. Okay. <laughs> uh, Hi, folks. Uh, <laughs> a Fairway Frank episode of Parson Wreck is what I was thinking of. Okay. Is that they are trying to catch Fairway Frank, the possum. Yeah. And then the mayor wants him... To be hung up above the urinal so a little flex of pee Stupid. Um, so that's not a recommendation. It's just a TV reference. Um, okay, we're going to go deal with the blood. We're totally fine. <laughs> it's not a big deal. No, it's like a little scratch. Oh, but shit, apparently... though, it is kind of pulling. What in the world did I do? I don't know what you did. Um, okay, we're going to go. We're fine. We love you. Um, you can find us on oh, Instagram shit, yeah. at Shades of Grace Pod. And you can email us at shadesofgracepod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you and not yes. just from our podcast provider network, Anchor FM, who right. we do really like. Yes. But, but you can find us lots of different podcast places. It's going to be great. Yeah. Find um, us. And... The only Netflix recommendation that I was going to do is I was going to s- sort of jump on Karen Kilgariff's most recent. Mm-hmm. I mean, it'll be a couple weeks before this comes out, but she suggested watching um, Shit's Creek because yes! she's watching it for the first time. And I was like, oh, I should rewatch that because it's so good. Yeah, it's you so really funny. liked that I a lot. really like it. Cool. Yeah. She yeah. was like, I don't like the name, but then she ended up really liking yeah, it. Yeah, it's a dumb name, but it's it's fun. It's the a fun show. Witty. It's a very funny show. Very witty. Nice. Good one. Good on Smartly you. written. Alright, so we'll see you later, guys. Bye. 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 Love you.